The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Lock in for the hottest two hours in radio with your hosts, Kevin Walsh. Why the hell is Brian Dable better than Nick Sirianni? So please someone tell me. Jalen Hurts, all this... I don't know if he can throw the football. Sirianni's been with it for two years. They made the playoff both seasons, and one of them he was an MVP candidate. And Brian Dable's better. Why? Why? For what? Sirianni's not a coach of the year finalist. Because the guy was 7-2 and and finished 9-6-1. Stop this crap. Sirianni outcoached Shanahan and Dable. Easy. Smooth. Smooth. No problems about it. And Donnie Wrightside. The easiest thing to do with football fans is give them hope. They need a sliver, and they're all on board. Who thought this through from an NFL perspective on how you build hype into an all-star game? This was it? I don't know if I'm going to take any Eagles like player props outside of touchdowns because when they're up 30 to nothing at the half, I just, you know, I can't take it anymore. Like, that's my new angle. On Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Who's ready to get a pop in here on a Tuesday afternoon on the Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159? This is Moneyline. I'm Donnie Wrightside. He is Kevin Walsh. And we're here to entertain you over the next two hours, which is exactly what we will do. Business is open, K-Dub, for the NFL. It's tag season. Players hate it. Teams also hate it. I guess the fans like it. I don't know. Tag season. It's here. What is every? Everyone yeah. hates it. I, I Everybody guess. hates I it, but it's still there. All right, there, there we go. I mean, let let's get those tags ready. Any any news drop in between early line and money line? No, which means that news will be dropping probably over the next two hours here because that's the way it always goes down. Now, there is the tag window. It's not like, okay, Tuesday opens up the tag window, and by 4.30 you got to tag the guy, and that's the way it's going to be. It goes on for a few weeks here before you have to make those final decisions. And again, it's in the team's best interest to have the tag available just so you can say you are not going anywhere. Now, the tag was initially brought in. And the players loved it. Like, oh, man, I'm going to get in, like, top five pay at my position here. Well, it turns out over the years, now hold on. Yeah, I'm going to get one year of pay, but I want five years of pay. I don't want the one year of pay to come back on, which focuses directly on Lamar Jackson. Man, he's not going to play on that tag. That tag ain't 12, 13, 14, 15 million dollars where it was 10 years ago. That tag's 45 million dollars. So my question to you to start the show on Lamar Jackson would he be upset if there's like, hey, man, $46, $45 million splash cash in your account this year? And, oh, yeah, we can do this again next year? Is he upset with it? Does he want the long-term yes. deal? Will he not play under it? Is he not showing up? Yeah, he's not playing on that tag because, to be honest, I think, isn't it fair to say that Lamar Jackson's yearly 
you know, contract would be at least $45 million at this point? Wouldn't that be fair to say, based on just the, the rumors out there around other contracts and, and the way the salary cap is escalating? Don't you think that's the minimum for Lamar Jackson? I, I do, but is he just saying, well, I'm worth more. You tag me, it's 46 this year. You tag me next year, it's 60. I don't know. Can you use a tag again for $80 million? Like, where does it actually go up to at that point? Now, granted, you teams don't want to use the franchise tag because it's all accelerated into one year. So most people say, well, how does that make some sense? If he's going to make $50 million a year, it's better to get him at 45. No, it's not. Because it's probably not going to be all guaranteed, and it'll be an eight or ten year contract that the cap hits will be like eight million, sixteen million, twenty four million, thirty four million. Go up an escalation like that, and you keep kicking the can down the road because no team wants to hamstring themselves and go, okay, roughly fifty million is gone with our quarterback. What? Now we can't get you a wide receiver, pal. Which again, <laughs> we keep coming back to. Lamar should not want to be in Baltimore anyway. They've not shown him respect nor willingness to get him wide receivers, and that's before they've even paid him. The division's tough. The conference is even tougher. Lamar should be very excited about the prospects of moving on from Baltimore at this point. I know it's a Mm. competent organization, and there's maybe not a a ton of those, at least not the level of Baltimore, but there's a – I think I can give you more reasons that Lamar should want to leave Baltimore than you could give me that Lamar should want to stay. Yeah, make some sense here. Uh, also, other NFL news. We know that Eric Bieniemy is in Washington. He will be the offensive coordinator. I always love the tag, like, to get you to come here. Oh, how about we just make you assistant head coach, but you don't have any more input than you already have. We'll just put that title on you, probably give you an extra couple hundred grand a year for that here. One beat writer says, the only way Eric Bieniemy's move to that sinking ship in Washington makes sense to me is if he believes he has a chance to be promoted to head coach if and when Ron Rivera is shown the door. Now, hear me out on this. I, I understand the premise behind it, but the reason Ron Rivera is going to get shown the door is because the team stinks, including the offense. So, hey, man, Ron Rivera, uh, the enemy went there. Boy, they stunk last year. Bottom third in the league in offense. Yeah, the enemy's the guy. Let's go. That's just, it, just an odd take. Yeah. It, it would have to be. So, you know, what we've kind of always thought, or at least the, the belief was McDaniels was promised a New England job whenever Bill retired. Yes. And then yes. it became very obvious that he's never retiring. Yes. It would essentially would have to be written in the contract to be enemy. If we move on from Rivera within the next two seasons, you're going to be the head coach. And because the world, what are they going to average 30 points a game and still finish below 500 and fire Rivera? It's hard to, Ron Rivera would need to retire. <laughs> and they're still going to then do a whole search for the head coaching position. So, and, and the crazy part of that is, Donnie, is if Ron Rivera gets fired, Bienemy, mm-hmm. I'm sure they'd, they'd bring in for the job. But if they don't hire Bienemy, he'll be out of a job as an offensive coordinator as well. The new coach isn't going to retain Bienemy. They bring in their own staff. Yes, and the hope that your offense is really good and Ron Rivera's a ba- bad head coach. How about at the end of the year, your offense is good? You just go to a new team and be the head coach. Yeah, I don't know why you'd be hanging around. Hopefully, Rivera gets fired. We'll be back into Tuesday right here on Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back at it here on a Tuesday. Ready for this quote? I'm going to give you this quote. You let me know who said this, K-Dub. Ready? Mm. Quote. <laughs> it was between the Golden State. Hold on. Let me get this right here because it's not the way it reads isn't right. But I'm going to read it exactly the way it reads. Quote. Mm. It was between Golden State and the Bulls. I figured I'd make a playoff push with the Bulls right now. Oh. And he's kind of weak. So if I break this down, he's basically no. saying, no. I don't want to go near Golden State because they don't even have a pedigree to win a championship or make a playoff push. Man, the Bulls is that spot right now to win it all. Okay. Now, obviously that's Patrick Beverly, <laughs> who just signed with the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> uh, now, hold, now hold on a minute. It's a good quote. It, it's a crazy thing <laughs> to even say. My and I don't know if if he was kidding, mm-hmm. but that then tells me that he had a Golden State offer on the table. Which, by the way, I believe mm-hmm. Golden like veteran teams just add guys all the time, right? Yes. At this point in the year, they hit the buyout market. That's usually like, what happens, exactly. Like, and and veteran guys who are have a decent pedigree of playing. Like, hey man, I just you know what? I can go to a bad team and get the same money, or I can go to a really good team and win a title. What's going to be better for me? They usually choose the title contender. Hmm? Pat Bev signing with the Warriors would have if that would have not been some earth shattering news. It wouldn't have moved the title odds at, at, at all. It would have been, oh okay, yeah, like I hmm? I get it. You know, add a guard. He had both of those options on the table, and went into the Chicago Bulls. You got to be kidding me! No <laughs> way he did that. Did he really do that? Yeah, that's what the quote is. That's I where mean, he's that's... going. Bulls, baby. So his, behind, so his theory was that the Celtics are bad, the Sixers are bad, the Cleveland Cavaliers are bad. Oh, yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks, they're nothing. Like, if I go to the Bulls, like, I honestly believe we can make a run if we get if we get in the playoffs. So, again, I can't trust this enough, but on display, be, it's a real pet peeve of mine, Donnie, the notion that just because you are in the NBA or in sports, you automatically know more. And yeah. Pat Bev, by the way, is one of the guys that believes he has a true future in the media. Mm-hmm. The, e- the East is deeper than the West at the top. So yeah. automatically he doesn't know what he's talking about. But also, uh, who cares which conference is deeper? One of the teams is currently inside the play-in position. The other one is not. Like, he says make a playoff push. Like, yeah, they're making a push to hope to be in the play-in to then hope to be in the playoffs. The Warriors are the Warriors. 
Oh my gosh, that's bad. Yeah, if we and and all here's and again, let's go to the betting public here and what they think, particularly here at the FanDuel Sportsbook to make the Eastern Conference playoffs. Oh, beautiful. Brooklyn minus twelve hundred. Okay. Mm. Miami Heat minus ten fifty. All right. The New York Knicks minus four hundred. Still in the favored role, the Atlanta Hawks, a minus 162. Let's get to the dogs here, who the hmm. FanDuel Sportsbook does not believe these teams will actually even... Forget about a run? Your run is going to be not even getting into the playoffs. That's the Toronto Raptors, plus 184. Oh, okay. Who's next? Oh, it's the Washington Wizards, hmm. plus 184. And here come the Bulls, plus 410. Which, in gambling terms, means you are a long shot to even get into the playoffs, let alone make a run in the playoffs. So there's Pat Beverly there. Now, let's flip it over to the Western Conference playoffs, Kevin. The Dallas Mavericks, minus 1,500 to get into the playoffs. The Los Angeles Clippers, minus 1,200 to get into the playoffs. The Golden State Warriors, next in line, minus 320. So if Pat Beverly was just looking there saying what makes sense, one team is 4-1 to one to make it into the playoffs. The other team is minus 320 to make it into the playoffs. Pat Bev, Bulls, absolutely better chance than the Golden State Warriors. Which is why I am in such disbelief at that comment there. Because mm. if Pat Bev believes that, mm-hmm. then Pat Bev made a horrendous decision. Like if Pat Bev went to the Bulls because he thinks he's going to get some more minutes and maybe he's got a better chance to be re-signed by the Chicago Bulls and impressed with Chicago, who's just shut down Lonzo for the season, mm-hmm. that's all fair. And maybe Pat Bev can't come out and say, I, you know, I think I'm going to be better out you know, long-term in Chicago. He wants, Pat Bev likes to say that rah-rah stuff. Mm-hmm. So again, if behind the scenes Pat Bev knows the score then okay, good for him, and maybe, you know, um, upping the ante a little more than I need to. But if Pat Bev legitimately signed with Chicago because the East is weaker, I mean, he's, he's out of his mind. He made a horrendous decision, a really, really bad decision. So I guess he got excited when it was like, hey, by the way, Lonzo's getting shut down for the year. Ooh, there's my chance to get in there. By the way, Lonzo Ball, one of the key catalysts there for the Bulls, Hasn't actually played. Didn't hasn't played this year. Mm-mm. I think he missed half the season the year before, at least uh-huh. that amount. Now he's being shut down again due to discomfort, which is the worst part about it. It's not even like you could say, "Well, he had a bad surgery," or uh, he was really looking good and hurt it again. The fact that like you can get surgery and then a year later, be like, "Hey, you know what? My knee still just hurts." Oh so, man, that is a tough scene. You know how. Uh, you and I kind of joke about the report that comes out after the guy has surgery of yes. the greatest surgery we've ever had. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's a, someone I uh, who kind of you know follows the Bulls closely has been talking about this Lonzo situation, saying that look, something clearly went wrong in the diagnosis, and mm-hmm. they might have ruined this kid's career. Yeah. Because this doesn't make sense. And at the end of the day, nobody wants to not be out there. Yeah. Let's remove any. He's not 38. Comments yeah, he's not 38 where he just can't Correct. snap back and get on the court. He's a young player, which when we hear in the NFL or any landscape here, uh, arthroscopic knee surgery, uh, PCL gone, uh, ACL torn, ACL and MCL done, you go, ah, it stinks, man. All right. Eight, nine months, he's going to be back on the court. 
16 months, full gas, ready to go like it never happened. Because that's how good medicine is now. And that's how good some of these surgeons are. And to be this issue, it looks like he probably won't. And also, as you say that, it's a big money position. If you remember, most people won't even remember this name. 2017, Chris Maragos was a very good special teamer. Came to the Philadelphia Eagles, I believe, from the Seattle Seahawks. He had knee surgery. Never was able to get back on the field. Last week, Kevin awarded $45 million in damages from the Eagles doctors because they messed it up so bad where it's like, hey, I'm still quite young. I'm not going to say I'm going to play another five years in the league because, you know, five years is a long career in the NFL. But Mm -hmm. I couldn't play anymore because of what you did to my knee. $45 45 million bucks. So it does happen. As much as you're right, we joke about, hey, man, have the surgery go. I'll tell you right now, normal timelines, nine months, he might be back in five. I mean, that's how good this surgery went. That's usually what we hear. So it's a shame that the Bulls look like they were headed in the right direction, I believe, last year when I bet them to make the playoffs. Obviously, they made it. But they had the number one seed for like through like December at that point <laughs> yeah. before he goes down. It's wild. And then almost missed the playoffs. Yes. Like they couldn't really beat some of the better teams in the league. But they would thrash the bad teams. Like, mm-hmm. the record was great. They lost Lonzo. They fell apart. And, you know, some of that was maybe DeMar coming back to earth. And Levine's had some injury issues. But, yeah, that Bulls, there's at some point going to have to probably be some house cleaning on some doctors uh, in Chicago because uh, it doesn't seem to be all on the up and up there. But uh, And it is interesting, though, then, Donnie, to pull this into the Westbrook news that is – uh, developed over the last, you know, 24 hours or so. Would you agree that Russ, in terms of, you know, next contract, do you think he was better off with what he did by going to the Clippers and, and being the somewhere between sixth and, you know, eighth man? Or do you think he would have been better off going to Chicago and still trying to show, hey, I can get, you know, 20 points, nine assists, and, and seven rebounds, no problem? So I'm going to put faith in NBA general managers. Like, let's just say if he did go to a bad basketball team and put up hollow numbers, or if he goes to a really good basketball team, plays 19 minutes a game, Mm -hmm. and sees like he's a real contributor, shouldn't you get the same contract? Honestly. Like, or or is it, hey, man, he really showed out in Washington or something like that. I got to give him, you know, an extra $5 million a year. I hope GMs in the NBA are smarter. That you can actually even look and say, hey, he's actually transitioning into the second part of his career. Heck yeah, we'll sign up to a multi-year deal now. Come on back to Moneyline. A lot more to talk about. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back at it here on a Tuesday. ESPN on one of my TVs here. Mac McClung, new superstar in the NBA. Going to help the Sixers make a playoff push over the next 10 days. By the way, 10-day contract. Does that really count 10 days over the board? Like, he's done his contract then, right? <laughs> you know? I, I mean, mean quite, I, come on, yeah, he wasted I mean, a whole week, Dad. It's not even right. That's not right. I feel like everybody would have been fine with it, though, right? I mean, th- this mm. were the 10 important days. Just a dunk contest. He I don't even understand. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I watched the kid, like, from his high school days here, the highlights. I, how's it possible? I mean, the guy's, like, six, six, probably barely 6'2". Probably just to be nice, they put him at 6'2". But his dunks, like, even for, like, an 18-year-old are ridiculous. In-game, his in-game dunks as a high school player don't even make sense to me. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I just, it's, it's baffling, and it makes me very upset. It makes me want to ask my parents what happened. Like, what, what's wrong with your two Where jeans? Where did it all go here? wrong? Yes. Like, and I granted, I know not everybody has those hops like he does, but I just don't think it's fair. Like, one man shouldn't have been blessed with that much. I should have spread it around, like, an, you know, an inch here, inch there, other people. Like, spread that thing around. <laughs> how Goodness. far were you? How far away were you from being able to get to the rim? I mean, was that No, I could get close? to the rim, yeah. No, no, I always could. Like, I could stand under the rim and just take the one, like, gather step and hang on the rim with both hands. I was a very, I was a decent athlete, but I couldn't grip a basketball. I couldn't palm a basketball. So I could dunk a volleyball, I could dunk a tennis ball. Yeah, but I couldn't even do that. You know what I mean? Like it just, I I couldn't do that. Like in a in a set environment. That's impossible. Yeah. What What do you mean? Oh, I feel like I'm missing something logistically. Yeah, you would be like if you could get up that high. Yeah. And you're you're coordinated. You, yeah. you probably should have been able to throw an alley oop in, no? Yeah, I never, I never could get it, whether it be the person passing me the ball or just messing around. Like, it would have been perfectly timed, but I was a pretty good jumper back in the day. Like, I used to, like, you know what I mean? I, I never could dunk in a game. I, oh, here's what I always hoped would happen, even in high school, because I didn't play in college. So I was like, we're going to play intramurals, and, which I did, but there wasn't that aspect. I was always hoping for, like, you know, that perfect bounce. Like, sometimes you just catch it the right way. Like, that ball's rolling around up there, and you can throw it down. I never had that opportunity. But, yeah. Like I could get up there and, and put it down a little bit there. So Mac McClung, six to, again, if I was six two, I don't know, I'd be throwing it down. But it just just wasn't in the cards for me at that point here. Keep it in the NBA, bunnies, hops, whatever you want to call it. It's about tw- let's just call it twenty games left in the NBA season. We're no longer early, midway, seventy five percent about what I guess seventy five percent about about that. Jokic minus two forty here. Is it just his? Like who who's coming? Who's steamrolling? Who's steamrolling in 20 games to take it from Jokic? Because it just seems like he's firmly entrenched. And I don't even know. Like, we always look, Kevin, to knock people off the pedestal. Jokic is having an unbelievable season. And if he goes down, <clears throat> he only does 16, 12, and, and 11. Now. I mean, that's nothing. Do you see what? Like, what does he have to do to lose it? Number one seed, I, and, and by a few games, if they stay in the number one seed, I don't know how he loses it. The thing is, Donnie, the seeding didn't matter last year. Right, last year they still gave it to him, despite being the sixth seed in the Western Conference. Statistically, he is dominant. the The record is there. I don't usually like giving this answer, but at this rate, 
it appears the only thing that'll stop him from winning this award is injury. I mean, that's what it seems like. I, I Look, the, the biggest problem is this is the worthiest Jokic has ever been of the MVP. And it's not to say that he was entirely unworthy his other two MVPs. He was a part of the conversation. But people changed the rules to give it to Jokic last year. And now they're changing them again to give him a third MVP. It's And people get mad at me. I'm just talking about NBA history. All right? I'm not the one who votes. I'm not the one who decides this stuff. You know, for whatever reason, people are, are turning uh, around the way the MVP award has been operated for a long, long time now. For a guy that at no point during this run anybody has ever considered the best player in the NBA. So here we are, Nani. Here we are where unless he gets injured, it's it's pretty difficult to see him not winning this award. And why do I feel this too? Because Denver is a really good basketball team. They might as well be like the sixth seed right now. Like I just feel like nobody's looking at it going, oh man, that's... and even though you point out the statistics, how good they are at home, they're going to have home court advantage. So theoretically, in the Western Conference... If they just win every home game, you can't knock them out of the playoffs. But yet I look at the Denver Nuggets and still don't put them on that upper echelon tier. Even though they're a good team, they lead the West. It's almost like you got to prove it to me because if they have a second-round exit, I'm like, yeah, what would you expect? That's what they do. Yeah, I I don't disagree that if they had a second-round exit, it would be met with a lot of I told you so's and you better not give him the MVP next year, though I'm sure he'll win four in a row (laughs) next year and uh, I will officially be done caring about the MVP award. But I think the the, my my pushback to you is if I then ask you for call it tier tier one in the East, Donnie, right? Boston Uh and Milwaukee. I think most people agree on that. Yes. Maybe someone will try and slip Philly in, it all depends Mm -hmm. where they land on it. If you did tier one in the West, Denver wouldn't be on that tier, and then who would be? But I, I think that what I'm, I'm saying is I think they deserve to be up there. But I just don't hear, like, I don't watch ESPN or, like, Sports Grid, and it's like, hey, man, pff, Nuggets lead it every night. Like, it's almost like we talk about Jokic, MVP, but we don't really talk about, like, the Nuggets themselves. Because I think if your casual NBA fan is looking around going, okay, let me just check out the uh, the seedings here or what we think the seedings might be if the season stopped today. Ah, right, look at that. Yeah, Golden State's up there, which they're not. Uh, Phoenix is up there, which they're really not. Oh, no, you know, uh, Doncic, yeah, they should be up there. Not really, right? You have Denver, and by a few games in the lead. Not a paper champion going like, hey, pff, I mean, come on, what did you want them to do? Everybody else was injured. They got lucky. Now the final 20 games, when everybody's trying hard, they're going to fall out of that one seed. Like, they're supposed to be the one seed. Probably favored to be the one seed now at this point. Oh, they're definitely favored to be the one seed. I, I don't know... If you ask that same straw poll panel, who 77 of 100 people, I believe, said they would give uh, Jokic the MVP, I don't know how many of them would pick Denver coming out of the West, but the Nuggets were favorites in the West before the Durant trade and are just the second choice in that Western Conference. Top five title odds overall uh, on really any sports book you look at. So my point is, this is the year where the hype for Denver is being met by the odds. The expectation is there. Anything other than being in the Western Conference Finals for the Nuggets is completely unacceptable and will be met with a lot of questions around that roster and organization of 
what they're doing wrong. And uh, look, you could argue that they should be able to get to at least the finals in, in some way with how dominant they've been at home and the fact that, as you mentioned, uh, they are the favorites to be the one seed now with probably a bit of distance. Yeah, it should be. I mean, it's going to be one thing to find out and see what happens here because it's just also the NBA season is so long. I just never think it ends. Like, we're now finally in the, I don't want to say final few weeks, obviously, because each team's got about 20 games to go, but it just seems like we are careening down the stretch where you just talk about all these generalities. They're going to play out. Are the Lakers going to get in the playoffs? Mm, is Golden State going to miss the playoffs? All that good stuff comes into it. And also the outright betting markets in the NBA that still plays two teams in the Eastern Conference as the favorites to cut down the Nets in the Celtics and the Bucks. And again, this is what I talk about here. Phoenix plus 450. The Golden, excuse me, the Denver Nuggets plus 750. Like, they're $3 off of the Phoenix Suns, who are way back of them right now just in the standings. But again, winning the regular season doesn't justify you are going to win the championship. And that's what we get a look at here. Golden State Warriors, 19-1. to They could look unbelievable when Steph Curry comes back. They're fighting for their lives to stay in the playoffs. Yeah, again, you know, we did the, the breakdown this morning, the updated win totals. Their updated win totals is two more games than the Lakers. The, the disgrace non-contender L.A. Lakers, just two games separate them and the Warriors in terms of updated win total. It, it puts things into perspective. The Warriors' win total is 42.5. I mean, it's very live that the Warriors are an under-500 basketball team over the course of 82. You know, we went over that number today. It was a tricky number to break down because Seth can come back in the final games. A lot of them are at home. That they have opportunity there to make it happen, Donnie. But I, I look right now at Golden State, and I still lean under on that 42.5 that we broke down this morning. Imagine that. Beginning of the season. All right, let's get our hot takes in. Let's get after it here. But how about some team totals here? Uh, Golden State Warriors, 42.5. What? How much can I place on this? Which books are offering this? And how many times can I get down on it? Sure. And that's what we're looking at. Because I like to look at the standings because they don't make any sense. The teams that you would have believed to either A, win an NBA championship, or B, just even factor into it. Like put the, 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 And hear me out on this one, too. Like The Lakers shouldn't be 27-32 with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. They really shouldn't be. But my favorite team in the NBA, once again, like, Dane goes out every, and maybe it's just him. Maybe it's him and Bradley Beal, two, two uh, brothers from another mother, right? As we like to say. They just don't care. Like, the Blazers aren't making the playoffs. He doesn't care. Like, I'm, I'm floored by that. All the money that he makes, and it's just like the franchise, like, yeah, cool, man. Our fans love him. We love him. Let's stay here. He's happy here. Never with a chance to win anything. Why is that? Like, why do the Portland Trailblazers sit at 28 and 32? And we love Dane. Everybody loves Dane. But nobody just wants to say, like, hey, man, this guy just doesn't win? Like, how do you treat that situation? I I think the Blazers were, you know, look, they got off to this little mini hot run. It was like, ooh, maybe they've got a little juice here. Nope, not at all. Never mind. Whoops. And at some point, he'll stop. You would think wasting away there. It's Look, the, the one thing I, I somewhat give Dame a break on is there was a stretch where all anybody can complain about is the lack of player loyalty in the NBA. It's true. And then we also get mad at Damian Lillard. Beal's the big problem, you know. 
Beal, the no trade clause, all this nonsense. That Beal's yes. worse to me than Lillard. Like, I don't think anybody cares about Beal. It's almost like everybody's a Dame fan going, we want you to win a title. Just leave. We want to watch it happen. We'll be right back here. It's Moneyline on a Tuesday afternoon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ooh, right back out of here on a Tuesday afternoon. Hot topics abound. And if you want to call in and have some fun with us, you can. 844-843-6879. It's Moneyline. It's Donnie. It's Kevin. Going over some options here. By the way, every once in a while, like, some news passes through. That really shouldn't be that big of a deal. But I get a chuckle out of it. And it deals, Kevin, with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Running back coach Skip Pete tells Jane Slater he's headed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the same role. Pete notably coasted a trio of backs in Dallas, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, and Malik Davis, who all finished the year without any fumbles, and he's widely credited with Pollard's development. So was this another Mike McCoy? Like, I'm not happy with the running backs here. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I got to take control of this situation. When that was probably the, you know, one of the strengths of the team because Pollard was so good. I don't like the play calling here, even though the strength of the football team was probably your play caller. Mike McCarthy just now on an island. He's got right where he wants it, Kata. He has the offense now right where he wants it, all his. So interesting. My read is a little different than yours on that news. And I don't know if we have any added context uh, on the story, but my quick read is it did Tampa Bay offer him a little bit more to court him away. The Bucs had the worst running game in football, a historically bad running game, in fact, where, you know, we how many teams, Donnie, do you know the running backs coach, right? None almost would be the answer, right? But Tampa Bay is one, is a, one of the few teams that would make a running back coach hired and might go, oh, okay, that actually is probably important. I don't know if, if there's any idea that maybe he got an upgrade from Tampa Bay, but they clearly needed to change something about their running back situation. <laughs> exactly. And also, 
I'm assuming, I guess, his contract was up because never, like, usually an NFL team won't make you, or excuse me, let you make a lateral move. Like, hey, by the way, I know, Jerry, you got me on the contract two more years. Let me get out of here. I'm doing a really good job, but I want to get out of here and go to Tampa. Like, yeah, no, good luck with that. Like, you got to make him like an offensive coordinator Mm -hmm. or something of a higher up at that point. But I just think it's interesting with that turnover in Dallas when I don't think anybody else, like, because Dak Prescott underperformed in big moments. But I don't think anybody looks at the Dallas Cowboys like, well, the reason they didn't win the Super Bowl was because of, like, the offense itself. It really wasn't. Dak Prescott throwing bad interceptions. The defense Mm -hmm. played decent enough. But I just think that, that, like, the whole thing, like, okay, now's my time to seize this football team for Mike McCarthy. It's it's funny because it's always hard to boil anything down to one play or thing. It's kind of, you know, the Eagles in the Super Bowl, right? I can't boil the whole thing down to a holding penalty on Bradbury. Mm-hmm. It might have been the most important thing. I don't know if everything lands on the fact that Dak was turnover prone, but that was the biggest problem for that football team last year. No, no two ways about it was Dak's inability to protect that football. I, I don't think, though, that that should have led to as much turnover as it's appeared in Dallas. And, and again, unforced turnover in Dallas. I cannot believe that Mike McCarthy is there and, and Kellen Moore is not. I would, have lo- I would have lost that bet 10 times out of 10, Don, if you would have told me before this season with how things played out. Yes, and also, just getting one of those updates here, you know, Shady McCoy making his rounds in the media. It's usually all roses for Eric Bieniemy going to the Washington Commanders. Not from him. Basically says he doesn't have to talk to players. Just can't see what the hype is about. And good luck in Washington here. So, shady being shady with some disrespect, absolutely. Are there probably some personal feelings in there when he was with Kansas City? Absolutely. But I guess he's just trying to explain his side of it when people say, why is he a head coach? He always offers the guy doesn't know how to talk to people. There you go. Shady McCoy in that show. It's interesting. You kind of forget that LaShawn did play for him. LaShawn Mm -hmm. won a Super Bowl with them, no? He was on that uh, roster. I, but did Niners? he win a Super Bowl, or did he? Was he on the team that didn't win the Super Bowl? Uh, I can't that's remember. A good question. Yeah, I, I can't. I, even you remember, know what? To yeah, you'd have to you. look it up. I, I agree. I don't remember. You know, we've seen Bianami have some back and forths with Mahomes on the sideline there. So uh, I'm, he's not someone that'll kind of shy away from that. And everybody will take those type of interactions differently. And. You know, perhaps Shady didn't, you know, appreciate them as much, or, or maybe the nature of them was a little bit different when it happened with LaShawn McCoy. No one's ever going to have a 100% <laughs> approval rating, though, Donnie, but I, I think the, no. the thing that Shady keeps coming back to of you don't get to get all the credit just because you play for an all-time head coach and an all-time quarterback. I just, I don't have any tolerance for the people who say the enemy hasn't been able to prove anything with the way that that Kansas City position was funneling head coach after head coach, and then that stopped once Biennemi got that same position. Yes, by the way, there are other news and note topics here. A.J. Brown, I saw, was on a podcast and basically saying, hey, this front office better take care of Jalen Hurts. If you don't, like I'll be on the next train out of town along with Jalen Hurts. Now, we know the Philadelphia Eagles want to pay Jalen Hurts. There's no animosity coming out yet behind the scenes, which you do get with massive contracts at this point. But it looks like it's a Sports Illustrated Twitter tweet here that he says, talking about A.J. Brown, talking about Howie Roseman, 
They need to re-sign Jalen Hurts, which is not the correct term. It's extend Jalen Hurts at this point. It's not a free agent as if he can walk out the door. So if we're looking at all of the quarterbacks now, free agency-wise, which includes Derek Carr, tradeability, which will be Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, signability, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. Who is the first quarterback that makes that move? Right? You see what I'm saying? Like, who's the first quarterback where we get movement on, even if it's not movement? Like, first words out, Aaron, Aaron uh, Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. All right, that's a domino. Like, who's domino moves first in all of this? Doesn't seem like everybody's moving fast either. Yeah, I, I also think these conversations, Donnie, have started maybe a little sooner than we're used to because we have been given some significant updates, Right. We've been given, you know, meaty updates on Lamar Rodgers. And, I mean, Derek Carr was released. You know, if, if the only news we had was there's going to be a Hurts extension, you know what I mean? The news cycle wouldn't be going the way that it does. So it almost feels like we've been waiting probably longer than we actually have. I still think that the Hurts stuff will be able to get done in, in quick order because you're, 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 all, you're operating in, in tight parameters, right? Look. I don't think Hertz is going to walk into a meeting and be like, "Well, I need sixty million a year." But also, we you know we know that the the floor is what DRS forty five is that like the floor forty seven million dollars? They're not kind of operating it where yeah, you're going to have to hammer out some specific incentives and years and, and guarantees, what have you. But that shouldn't be that difficult of a contract to get done. I don't think. Yeah, I, I, and we haven't heard any of the tensions yet. But again, we know that the Eagles have said priority to get Jalen Hurts extended. So you take that with a grain of salt and say, okay, I think they're honest about that and they want to get that done. But we haven't heard anything like Lamar Jackson-esque because it hasn't been that long. Like the first year of the extension for Jalen Hurts is this year. And what happens if the Philadelphia Eagles... Can't just come to an agreement like Jalen Hurts goes, I want $48 million. You go, you're not getting that. You're getting 43. You're getting 42. All right, well, we don't have to sign you. And does that cause any, like, conflictions behind the scenes? Because the Philadelphia Eagles look like one happy family on offense. Could a quarterback not be happy? And then this happens this way. This happens that way. Also, driving around today, Kevin, listening to Philadelphia Sports Radio for a bit. Here's the issue that we're running into as well. The do you give him a 10-year, $400 million contract plus, or do you make it shorter because a big part of his game is running the football, which could cause injuries or more wear and tear? Any thought process behind that for you? So I never think someone's getting a 10-year deal because Mahomes got it and nobody's been given one since. So Mm -hmm. it's not like Mahomes changed the norm in that way, right? where Josh Allen signed a 10-year deal, and Burrow's obviously signing a 10-year deal. So mm-hmm. I don't think in those terms. However, I and I understand the concerns about maybe long-term viability, but if that's kind of your jumping-off point, then you probably should be cautious with the quarterback anyway. And clearly the Eagles like Hurts, so they're not too overly worried about that. I think if Hurts was willing to sign, uh, let's call it, eight-year deal, don't you do it, DRS, because of the way that that ends up benefiting your franchise? Because That's of how usually much the, the salary cap changes? Yes, it's usually beneficial. If you figure 
you have your franchise guy. Usually the theory is the longer the better. In case, you know, not a running back, obviously, or let's just say, I don't know, an aging offensive lineman who's 27 and you've signed him for 10 years, right? That doesn't make sense. But a quarterback is one of the few positions that you go long-term with because if you are a good quarterback, you can play from 21 years old to 38 years old. So any time at that point, an 8-, 9-, or 10-year deal technically would make sense. The only issue is there if you run into like a Carson Wentz scenario. Man, that's our guy. We identified him. Let's go ahead and give him the bank. And in a year and a half, it doesn't work out. My goodness, does that hurt you bad. Yeah, it does, but Aaron Hunt deals that bad. No, but I'm see, he didn't saying. get. Hey, hey, the money was different, and it was a shorter deal, so the cap acceleration oh, 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 okay, wasn't okay. as bad. Well, see I what I mean? Like, like you pay yeah, like let's just say Wentz goes five for a hundred. If you went ten, it would be for let's just say two hundred, right? And then you're like, well, hold on now. You see what I mean? You have to yeah, collapse that all in one. Draft yes. hurts and, and correct. Move on, correct. From them, right? You would have been yeah. significantly more locked into the quarterback. No doubt about it. But that's kind of the – should you really be signing Hurts to a five-year deal if you don't think he's going to be there for in five years kind of thing? Or, I mean, look, Hurts is young. He looks like he's the guy. So I, I get I get your point. Maybe it, there's some security to not having it uber locked up. Look, that's the give and take of these things, right? Because for Hurts, you get a 10-year deal. Hey, it's a 10-year deal. I don't have to worry about anything, right, for – Oh, for a long time. Not all 10 years, because that's how contracts are, but at least the next six to seven years, I'm clear and free. But Hertz might only want to do five years because he might want to get a second contract, second big contract, I should say. So it's going to depend what Jalen wants there. I think that might be one, Donnie, where I'd rather just put the ball in, in his court almost. And if he's it's pushing a- for the 10-year deal, then, then so be it. But if not, then we can work under those pretenses as well. Yeah, I don't even think he needs that because, again, the people out there too, right, where a lot of times you can negotiate very well with a player where both of you are happy. Now, in the NFL, when you don't start to play all that well anymore, they come after and say, look, either, A, we're going to cut your B, we're going to restructure, we're taking money back. And if you're a player, like, eh, how much does it mean to me here? Do I want to retire? Do I want to leave town? You know what? I'll take a little bit of a haircut here. I made a lot of money in the bank. I'm still going to make good money, but this is for the betterment of me. But when you're looking out there, like Patrick Mahomes, 10 years, 500 million, you don't think in a year and a half, like, people go, oh, what a steal. Well, I mean, hey, I would think about this, Kevin. In six years, he's going to make the 30th highest paid quarterback. You actually believe that? Like, people actually believe that, like, yes. they got one over on Mahomes where he just goes, yeah, you know what? Uh, as, as much as we talked about the Andre Johnson, the Julio Jones, I'm the best player in this league, and you're going to show me how. You know what the Chiefs will be like? Okay, let's rip that up, and let's give you a brand-new 10-year, $600 million deal with even more guaranteed. So now you are, again, the highest-paid player in football. they got to steal for a year, two, or three to win championships. But if Patrick Holmes picks up the phone and goes, I'm not the seventh-highest-paid quarterback out here. Let's correct this. They'll quickly make him number one, and by a wide margin there. So no longer will it be, oh, they stole that money from him here. Not the case. We'll be right back to wrap up our number one of Moneyline here on a Tuesday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Quick little segment here, by the way. Congratulations to JP. Kansas yesterday, JP. Is that, tr- is that true? Is that true in these streets? It is true, yep. We took Kansas. Was and nice. They got it done. A rock chalk Jayhawk win where they were literally throwing rocks at the backboard last night. But Kansas threw a little bit less rocks and was able to pick up that dub. Uh, also, Kevin, I want to read this real quick. I, I know we love this stuff, right? Shams, oh no, incoming story. Former number five overall pick Chris Dunn signed a ten day contract with Utah. Like that, we could actually like how could we equate that? Like uh, number one pick David Carr of like the Houston Texans, right? Like what does that even matter? Like when was that? Ten years ago? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like number one pick though has like so much lottery pick. How many people know? Which team even drafted him? Exactly. Or what selection yes. Chris Dunn ultimately was. I believe, I think it was the fifth pick by the Timberwolves, if people wanted to, you know, kind of press it. Do we know where Chris Dunn went to college? How many Chris Dunn? Providence. Providence. Who did he play for? There you go. Yeah. All right, so. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's back in the day also, when I loved college basketball. What are you kidding me? Yeah. I feel like I would have guessed <laughs> Purdue, though, knowing it was a peace school. Right. And I would have uh, probably got that wrong. So you were all over that there. And by the way, with Shout Shams, to too, here. Shams has to include this, too. Like, it was only told to him and at T. Jones on the NBA. <laughs> like, we had to get that one. Okay. Right here. All right. I don't, I don't, if we're, get, if we're getting <laughs> Only this, two people got told. <laughs> I, I actually, oh, I've always wondered what that process is like. Woj does it a lot where it's like him and Ramona Shelburne are mm-hmm. like, I, I just want to know where Shams gets the call from Chris Dunn's agent. Yes. And then Tony Jones calls the Utah Jazz's owner. I don't even. And then they're like, yep, they both said it. And Shams like, all right, I'll tweet it out and I'll tag you, brother. Like, I <laughs> I just, what is even the process there? It's so odd. Yes. Or this is my tweet. Even though you broke the story, it's how it works, big dog. I get the credit. You get the little hashtag or whatever. And that's the way it's going to be. Hour number two is on deck. Get your phone calls in. And we'll find out where JP's going tonight. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.